0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Start Simple Fitness Podcast, Episode 4. Um, I'm your host, Dan Mathers, and today we're going to continue talking about how to build that foundation for a uh, a consistent, successful fitness journey. Um, last time I, I, I talked about what we can do, what you can do before you begin exercising to, to set yourself up for success, things like um Scheduling and prioritizing workouts and time for physical fitness and health, uh, anticipating potential obstacles and planning how to navigate around them or, or uh, ahead of time, and uh, you know, and, and focusing on things like consistency over intensity. Today, we're we're going to focus on on taking that next step in building that foundation. That that next step being being what to actually do. You know, what activities and exercises. To actually do, um, this is an area where I think you know if, if you're somebody who has a lot of experience in fitness, you know you've been working out all your life, or you know you're a, you're a trainer and this has maybe been a passion all your life. That it can be hard to imagine, you know, to put yourself in the in the shoes of someone who has never trained before, never exercised before, and uh, hard to maybe empath- empathize with just how how daunting. And difficult it can be just to decide what exercises and activities to actually do. There's so many exercises out there, and if you have if you've never exercised, if you have no experience in fitness and and and, and, and exercising, it can be easy to feel lost to not know where to start. Um, it doesn't help that you know you log on to social media and there's a lot of trainers. On social media accounts, doing these wildly complex flows and, and routines—that yes, sure—they they look impressive and cool, but are they really any more effective than other exercises, other more basic exercises? And as a beginner, is that really something you should be um, devoting any attention to? Uh, spoiler alert: the answer is no. So, um, also, you may you may be under the impression that you. you you might think that you need a lot of equipment and fitness gadgets uh, to start exercising and getting fit, and um, that's actually that's not true. There's a lot of a lot of uh, great body weight workouts uh, and exercises that you can do, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, but yeah, this idea that you know you you might need equipment and equipment is expensive and t- might take up too much room it's It should not be a barrier to beginning to exercise and and getting fit. Um, Also, another thing that shouldn't be a barrier is the idea of the gym. Um, You know, there's a lot of people out there who who hate the idea of going to a gym, Uh, that the idea of a gym is just intimidating and discouraging. Uh, You know, often people will worry that they'll get there and just feel lost, not know what to do. Um, that they'll end up using the machines or the equipment wrong and look foolish. And, you know, there's that anxiety that you feel like everyone is, is looking at you and judging you and you may be comparing yourself to everyone else there. And it, it might, might feel intimidating and, and, and terrible. Um, especially when you're in a gym surrounded by, uh, by people, m- most of whom are many times, uh, many of whom have exercised for, for maybe years or decades. And, um, you know, it it just can be really, really in, intimidating. Um, so, I think that's a uh, you, you know, it's easy for somebody who who has a ton of experience in fitness and in training to just dismiss that and say, oh, everybody's encouraging at the gym and, and it's 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 great and you'll you'll love it. And get over that anxiety. But anxiety is very is extremely powerful. <laughs> and it, it it does present a very real barrier to fitness and yes it's easy to say uh everybody at the gym will be friendly and 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 welcoming and it might be true but um it it doesn't doesn't make taking that step any less intimidating and uh and, and difficult and it's a it's a very real uh concern for some people um but it shouldn't be a barrier to getting fit and, and to beginning exercising um, so so what do you do? you know where do you start? How do you start? Um, obviously, kind of staying true to uh, the brand name and philosophy uh, I wanna, i'm going to tell you start by by keeping it simple um, uh, it's easy it's a lot easier to, to you know start and build some consistency and momentum in your exercising and fitness when you're only focused on a handful. Of basic exercises, uh, you don't need to overthink it. You don't need to get too fancy. Um, keep it simple with just a few basic exercises. That way, you're you're not having to deal with decision fatigue or the mental stress of of planning and, and you know doing something different all the time. Keep it to just a few straightforward, simple exercises that require no equipment and you can do anywhere. and uh, And and start with that and build on that. Um, even among simple, straightforward body weight exercises, there's, there's tons to choose from, uh, you, you know, you can do some research online, figure out what you like best, but, um, yeah, if, if you want some advice, uh, here are a few basics that I guess I'd, uh, I'd recommend focusing on and, and starting with, uh, it, for upper body, and beginning to build upper body strength um, it doesn't get any more basic or I think more effective than than the push-up um, I think just about everybody at one time or another has uh, done a push-up or at least been been asked to do a push-up whether it was gym class and in in high school or middle school or, or, or what so we all know the basics pretty much you know high plank position, drop down, drop your chest down, um, push push back up. Um, besides being simple, it's extremely effective at building upper body strength and it's a great place to begin AL and to to focus your initial efforts of, of of building that upper body strength. Um now they are while they are simple and you know just about everybody is familiar with them, push-ups can be really challenging. I mean really challenging uh, to start with. So by saying it's a basic exercise and, and uh, straightforward and, and a great place to start doesn't mean that it's not going to be challenging and doesn't mean that it's not going to be difficult. Um, it's extremely important, I think, to keep that in mind. You know, whether you view it as a beginner exercise it really depends on, on where you are, where you are at in terms of your strength. Um, you know, beginners aren't just one group of people who are exactly the same, uh, some so called beginners you know are going to have the upper body strength already to perform a traditional push up but many others will not and if that 's you that's okay. There are modifications we can make to to help you build that upper body strength and work toward that full push up um, The most basic modification is just to do push ups from your knees instead of a high plank position and i'll i'll um I'll be posting videos of how to do these exercises and modifications on uh, the Start Simple Fitness YouTube channel, which is uh, I believe not live yet not <laughs> maybe not close to live but um, but we'll be coming uh, we'll be coming soon um, as soon as, uh, as soon as I'm able to get some time and some uh, and kick the family out of the living room so I can actually do these uh do these exercises for you but i'll be posting those and uh try to i'll be trying to create a library of of simple exercises that you can do um just to give you a, 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 some reference about how to how to do these things and and uh how to modify them if if you're having trouble with them so um anyway so for the push-ups for modifying the push-ups you want to be on your knees your hands in a, a plank position on the floor, you just lower yourself down and, uh, push back up just like you would with a regular push Um, you know, if, you, if, if that's challenging, if you're struggling with the control, um, and the strength of, of going all the way down and pushing yourself all the way back up, I'd say, uh, li, you know, limit your movement, limit your range of motion. Um, Lower yourself down to just you know where you feel comfortable and then, and then push back up and um, you know you could just do that for now, and the strength and control for more complete movement and, and range of motion will come eventually. but um, so I like to always suggest just start with where you're at you know if if all you're able to do is basically a a, a half push-up, start with that. Um, another option is it, you know if push- ups from the knees. From your knees are too difficult. Uh, another approach is to do wall push-ups. Um, I, you know, find a uh, find a space on your wall, and then standing on the floor, just put your hands in a push-up position on the wall. Lean into it, lean against the wall, and then push off, just like you would in a regular push-up. Uh, again, I'll I'll be posting this on on YouTube, and I'll uh, I'll uh, try to update on Facebook when when uh, when these finally get up to uh, get up on youtube to let let people know um so again just standing on the floor put your hands on on the wall lean into it against the wall and then push off and you can increase your level of difficulty doing this by stepping farther away from the wall so um so that's that's the um so that's push-ups and modifications uh for that, I think that's a great place to start for, for building upper body strength. Um, next is we have uh, core exercises. Now, there's a, there's a ton of core exercises out there, um, a seemingly you know endless supply of core movements and, and some wild variations. You know, a 10-second search on on Google or YouTube is going to give you more more core exercises uh, than you could ever hope for or or you know for or want to do. If you're starting out, um, the plank is a very basic core exercise. You know, prop yourself up on your forearms, arms bent, um, on your toes. Keeping your back as, as flat as possible. Um, another option is the high plank, which, uh, like like the high position of a push-up, your hand, you know, you're going to be on your hands and, and, and your toes and holding yourself up fat, flat back uh the high plank it works the arms a little more whereas a traditional plank focuses more on the core area uh have a timer on your phone ready and you know record how long it takes you to do to hold the plank write it down record it and then uh you know try to beat it on uh in other days so uh so the plank it's effective it's simple but the downside is it's uh it's painfully boring (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're just kind of sitting in that position and holding it. You know, if you're okay with that, uh, go for it. Uh, it's about what works for you and 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 making the best of it. So, um, but if it is too boring for you, I totally understand that. And it's uh, you know, we, it's okay to focus on some other other core movements. Um, a couple others I like, uh, especially for beginners, are flutter kicks and butterfly sit-ups um and now the flutter kicks you lay down on your back lift your feet up an inch or two above the ground and you alternate raising each one up just an inch or two and then back down to the original holding position um again i'll i'll be posting this stuff on on youtube and uh and of course there's there's a million million uh demonstrations of that already out on youtube um so you're going to do that you're just going to flutter your feet you know move up and down back and forth. Um, if you're just starting and you, you want to leave your head on the ground, fine. To increase your difficulty, you know, you lift your head and shoulders off the ground just a little bit while doing it. Uh, one complaint or observation from people is uh, w- with flutter kicks is that it, it also really works the hips and thighs, and, and you can sometimes feel the burn in your hips and thighs uh, sooner than you do in your core. Um, if, if you're finding it uncomfortable... In your hips and thighs, uh, you, you might be able to relieve the pressure on your hip area by, you know, holding your legs maybe a little higher than you normally would uh, for a flutter kick. Uh, purists or you know, advanced fitness folks might scoff at me saying this, but, um, and yeah, sure, it's not a maybe not a pure flutter kick or you know, it doesn't hit the core the same way. I, I say, you know, if you're just starting, we just want you to get moving and start engaging these muscles. And in a case like this, you know, it's better to do some version of it. Then, not do it at all. Uh, it's not anything that uh, is wildly different. Not going to put you in an awkward position where you might get injured or anything. Um, so, so fine. You know, put your put your legs up a little higher. Then uh, do it a little different while while you're trying to build that base, that foundation. And then you can, the stronger you get, the more then you can work on kind of putting those pieces together. You know, improving your form as you as you progress. Um, as I said, the other core movement I really like for beginners it's uh are their butterfly sit-ups. Um and it's it's what I sometimes refer to with clients as rocking sit ups and I'll explain why in a second. But butterfly sit-ups, you lay on your back, the soles of your feet are pressed together, and your legs are are, are bent and knees spread wide apart. You put you stretch your arms um, over your head and as you or above your head and then as you come up you're gonna extend your arms in front of you coming up into that that upright seated position you can you know touch touch the floor in front of your feet or just your feet with your hands and then you go back down uh, again there's a lot of demonstrations on YouTube they show this as a uh, they often show this as a very slow and strict movement and it can be depending on your fitness level but I like this for beginners because it's easy to modify uh, using your arms overhead I like to Tell people, you know, swing those arms violently forward in front of you, using that momentum, you know, kind of rocking momentum, to help bring your upper body up um, into that upright position. Smack your feet or the floor in front of your feet. Drop back down, swing your hands over your head, and, uh, you know, swinging up again. Um, it, It may feel like cheating. Again, purists might scoff at this, but you know do it enough times it's you're gonna feel a burn in your core uh I feel it's also a more natural movement and more natural way of of engaging your core um sure you might not feel the burn as as quickly but do enough of them and and you're you're gonna feel it and um again I think for for beginners that's it's a that's a great great approach for for engaging your core um next is the legs. Uh, for lower body, I'd recommend starting by focusing on squats and lunges. Um, there's a lot of variations of both of these exercises, which makes it easy to make them more challenging as you improve and get stronger in both. Um, you know, squats. Everybody has seen squats. You know, simple air squat. You know, your your feet flat on the floor, about hip width apart. You know, drop down like you're sitting in a chair, keeping your feet flat on the floor until your knees are bent. In about a ninety degree angle, and then pushing back up, if you struggle with getting all the way down don't worry about it. Um, you know start by doing what you can, kind of like what I said with 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 push ups and only dropping down a little bit. Start by doing what you can uh, if you can only drop down a little bit, start with that it 's better than nothing, and the more you do it, the more strength and more mobility you are likely to have. Um, you know, your strength and mobility will will improve. Uh, the other leg exercise I like to focus on are lunges. Um, you know, stand tall, step forward until your that front leg is is bent at ninety degrees, keeping that back knee a hair above the ground, and then uh, push off with that front foot to return to a standing position. Um, I would start by just alternating your legs as you do them. As you progress and get stronger, you can really burn out one leg by just focusing on one leg and then focusing on the other. Um, one modification on lunges that I that I often have people do, especially beginners or, or, or you know people struggling with weight, is and I, I'll often do this do these myself um, is to instead instead of regular lunges to perform reverse lunges. Now, reverse lunges they're like regular lunges. Um, Well, but done in reverse, duh. Regular lunges can be a little stressful on the knees. So if you have knee pain or any issues with your knees, I think reverse lunges, there's still a lunge movement, but it takes some of the stress off of the knees because it, you know, it it lacks the pressure that you put on it on the forward step of a regular, you know, when you do that regular lunge, you take that forward step. It just, it puts a little bit of pressure on the knee whereas when you when you step back into that reverse lunge it uh, it alleviates that pressure so you know you step into the back part of a lunge and instead of stepping forward you're stepping back dropping that back knee down to just a hair above the ground that front leg should be that front leg should be bent at 90 degrees um you know and then and then just like a regular lunge you push back up to that standing position it's almost the exact same overall movement as a regular lunge but done stepping behind you instead of forward and um, as I said that lack of forward step takes the pressure off of your knee so so those are the basic strength exercises I would focus on if you are a beginner looking to just start and and get some momentum behind your your fitness journey Um, but there's uh, there's one more activity that I would recommend and and it I would recommend it above all others. and that is walking. Um, there is a clear distinction in the weight loss and fitness progress of, of clients who walk, or at least the ones that I work with, who walk and and, and those who don't walk. Um, you know, it's it's walking is the simplest thing you can do, and it's what your body is made for more than anything else. Um, but I often, uh, sometimes have a, a real stroke of getting people to just buy into this buy into walking um there's probably a few reasons walking is sometimes a hard sell for people you know at it, it, first it's it's people think it's boring <sighs> kind of like planks it's, it's it's boring um it might feel like nothing exciting is happening uh you know you may be stuck walking down a, a neighborhood street that is the opposite of scenic uh, and and nowadays, you know, our minds are constantly engaged and in a state of excitement. You know, whether it's TV, you know, the internet, and your phone, uh, work, uh, things are constantly happening, and our minds are constantly being engaged. So, just taking a stroll or a walk, it, it's it's boring, and people really struggle with that. Um, also. People can underestimate the the impact and effectiveness of, of walking. They just they don't think it does anything because it's it's not highly intensive. It's not maybe not firing up your heart rate to max levels. It's not making you out of breath and you know sweats not pouring down your your face. Um, so I think people often will question how effective it can be. Um, but again, the, what I found is is the results are pretty consistent when people buy into this. They buy into walking and, and 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 walk on a regular basis. Um, they lose weight. They become more physically active and they lose weight. It's it's highly effective, um, and I think I think it works for a number of reasons. Uh, first, I think it's it's behavioral. Uh, you're setting aside time for physical activity, uh, and it, you know, it, an important it's an important habit is um setting aside time for physical activity we talked about that in in the last podcast um so mu- so much of successful fitness journey is is rooted in kind of behavioral psychology and and habits and habit forming um so just the simple fact that you're setting aside time for physical activity it's it's getting you one step closer to where you want to be in your your greater you know larger fitness journey, um, so there's that. Second, you know, you're moving. Um, it gets you moving. Get your body engaged and active. And you know whether you're walking after work or you know first thing in the morning, or on your lunch break. It often it, it gets you physically moving when often you haven't been moving. You know you've been either sleeping or sitting or. Um, and you know once you start moving it's it's hard to start but once you get moving your body will feel good and it, there's like this boost of energy that hap- that helps carry over to other things and you, so you'll have more energy and it tends to have a snowball effect that carries over and and i think helps with the idea of eventually doing other exercises and other forms of physical activity or just walking more um, so also you, you know you're using your body when you're walking, you're using your body in its most natural way. As a human being, walking is what you are built for. So when you walk, you, you will have positive effects on your entire body. I mean, besides boosting energy, you're engaging muscles in your entire system the way it's meant to be engaged, and it's healthy. Um, and you will be burning calories even though you don't necessarily feel like you are because like I said, you're not sweating profusely or you're not out of breath, but you're moving and you're burning calories much more than you would be if you were just sitting on the couch, obviously watching TV. But I I feel like it's, it's, it's effective again, because you are doing the one activity that your body is made for more than anything else. Um, you know, there's also meditative benefit benefits, um, you know, as I said, our minds are constantly busy and engaged with T V and Internet and our phones and um you know, disciplining our mind is a real battle. It's 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 and it's often what uh what goes on in our mind is is often what sabotages us. And is it's you know, whether we get bored with with workouts or distracted. Uh that lack of discipline, um that lack of control over our mind is is what so often sabotages us. And it's where we need to focus energy in order to kind of win the fitness battle. Um, so when you're walking, as I said, you're setting aside time. You're, you're exercising discipline because you're setting aside time. But it also helps focus and quiet the mind. It uh, gets you away from that constant excitement and distractions. And, and sure, it might sound silly. But look, the struggle is real. And, you know, the more you can get your mind used to that, used to that calm, quieted state, uh, uh, the better. Um and as I said, walking builds on itself. You find you'll begin to enjoy it. You, you you it will be boring at first, or it very well may be boring at first to you. The more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get in it, both physically and mentally. Um and then you know, you'll start to as I said, you'll start to enjoy it. You start to go farther, you'll start to see if you can go faster, and it just builds on itself. Um and as I said, the, the the distinction between those people who, who, who do walk and those who don't, I find, is is pretty significant. Uh, the clients I have who are, you know, the ones who are down 40 or 50 or 80 pounds are those who are most often walking. And um, you, you can you do it without walking? Sure. Um, but, you know, weight loss and building your fitness, it, it, it's going to require then significant commitment in other areas, areas that are important, but again i find walking often is a great place to start focusing those efforts and then it it builds on itself um, you know and and if you're going to start walking start small start simple start with just a quarter mile and uh and and build on that um you know a quarter mile again people are going to people often will think that well, that doesn't do anything that's not enough um and that's completely bogus in my opinion it's you you start where you are um start with what you can do and and you keep doing it and then you build on that uh one example i you know i was working started working with a client a few years ago who was obese when he when he started uh he was struggling severely He he was you know 300 pounds he was a smoker he was, you know, he would struggle just walking up a flight of stairs. And I remember after our first few workouts, I remember thinking, Oh, you know, I, I really need to be careful, um, with the cardio and strain that I'm, I'm putting on him because he was so quickly out of breath and so quickly struggling, um, with his, uh, his fitness level. You know, obviously I obviously didn't want him passing out and, uh, Uh, but one of the things I suggested is, you know, I gave my walking spiel, you know, I said, Hey, one of the best things you can do is, is just start walking. Start, you know, start with a quarter mile a day. And, uh, you know, when that feels comfortable, just push it a little bit. Um, so a few weeks later working out and I'm noticing he's making great progress and rapid progress. And, and I asked him about it and, you know, he said he had been walking and, I was actually surprised because, you know sometimes it's like, oh, I'll often suggest walking and people will nod and say yes and then not do it. But he actually listened. He was actually doing it. Um, so he said, you know, he started with the quarter mile, he started with just a quarter mile, and and started and was building on it, and and he was disciplined and he was consistent with it, and his progress was incredible. He had drive. But he, like I said, he was disciplined. He stuck to the plan and the idea. He bought into the idea of, of, of walking. And, you know, a quarter mile became a half mile. And then it became a mile. And then two and then three. Um, and then he started to throw in just a handful of, of running steps. And, and you know, he'd, he'd just take a few steps to run and then he'd stop and walk. And then he'd you know, walk for most of it and then a few more steps of running. Little by little... With these small simple steps um, he just continued to build on it two weeks two weeks short of a year from when we first started working out I was there I was at the at a race to crew for him as he was taking on his first ultra marathon uh, a 12-hour overnight race through the woods of New Hampshire uh, he ended up doing I think 36 miles um, and again this is all started just by walking a quarter mile. Now look, the, I'm not saying if you start walking a quarter mile today, within a year you're going to be running an ultramarathon. You know, results aren't necessarily typical. But, but I'm also, I also want to say that it's not crazy to think that maybe, just maybe you can. <laughs> you know? Human beings are incredible and they can accomplish incredible things often things that they once thought was never even imaginable. When this client I'm talking about, when he started walking a quarter mile at a time, he didn't think he'd be running an ultra within a year. He just focused on the task in front of him, simple activities like walking, taking it step by step, and trying to just make small, simple improvements along the way. When you do something like that, when you just kind of live in the moment and keep it basic and just keep plugging away and have patience, it can lead to some pretty remarkable results. The things you do, they don't have to be fancy or exciting or intense. It just needs to be consistent, small, simple steps done consistently. That's the big thing, consistency. That'll lead to the big improvements and accomplishments, and you really just need to start simple uh hey, look what I did there. All right start simple get it um all right I think that's probably a good place to stop then um you know if you're enjoying the podcast um please give us a review uh rating on your on whatever podcast platform you listen to it's uh it's you know it, it might seem like a like a small thing to do, but it's a it's a huge help for for podcasts like this so uh, if you could give us a rating, give us a review, that would be, that'd be fantastic. Um, also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you aren't already, um, join the start simple fitness community. It's our group on Facebook and, uh, you know, getting, getting bigger and, uh, we hope to, hope to grow it and, uh, and, and make it a great resource for, for people who are, uh, who are in the early stages of their fitness journey. Um, of course, if you have any questions for me or tips you'd like to share, uh, head over to our website. Send me a message. I love to hear from people. Would love to do, um, you know, an episode or something of answering people's questions at, at some point. But uh, yeah, or just just say hi. That's fine too. <laughs> I always love hearing from people. So um, uh, also check out our, our website for for upcoming challenges. I'll be unveiling uh, new challenges that you can do in the coming months. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's about it. So, uh, until next time, thanks for listening.